0: Welcome to Post Social. I'm Meg, your friendly neighborhood media maven, and I am ready to talk all things social to assist you in building an engaging and genuine following. Welcome to episode nine of Post Social. I am excited today because I have my very first post social friend first guest, first person, and it is none other than my lovely husband who I have talked about multiple times on the podcast. He wouldn't know that because he hasn't listened to any of them, but it'll be quite (laughs) the surprise when he actually listens back through and notices how many times I talk about him. Hi, honey. Welcome.
1: Hey, (laughs) what's up?
0: What's your name? What do you do?
1: My name is Philip Kearns and I work at a hospital, a local hospital.
0: He does resource management for the local hospital, and he has a finance degree from Auburn University, which is why he's on today, because he is my go-to person for all things finance. I excel in several things, and finance is not one of them. No. (laughs) It is not one of my strong suits, and so in creating and growing this business, I kind of just... Had to bow my head and and walk over very sheepishly and ask that my husband assist me in all things finance. It hurt, didn't it? It hurt a little bit, but it's okay. We got through it. Philip does all of our taxes as far as the family goes, and so this year he did the taxes for the family as well as the business. And with that comes many things that I, as a business owner, a new business owner, was not expecting. I'm sure there are very uh, there are a few people out there who struggle the same way I do where we are very creative people and we enjoy creating things and and being artsy fartsy and and making new things and uh, finance just really the accounting portion just really isn't our cup of tea which is why you do what I did and uh, you marry somebody who's smart in that area and you beg plead and cry to get them to do it for you. So today, dear, I would like you to help tell the listeners exactly what it is that uh, they need to know concerning like a basic accounting 101 for small businesses. First question is, can they do it themselves?
1: Sure. Anybody can do it themselves if they want to. You might have to work at it just as hard as you work at your business so if you don't have the time for that then hiring an accountant is definitely going to save you money in the long run so you know if you have the time and the ability or you just don't have the money then sure you can do it it's not all that difficult as long as you are going to take keep take the time to keep track of everything
0: that was my downfall, wasn't it? I yeah. had a lot of, I had a lot of pieces. I'm gonna tell a quick story. So I started this, like I said, on my own with the full uh, support of my husband. but as we have two children and he has a full-time job, um, it fell on me to do all of the pieces of the business that I was able to accomplish. and that included sending invoices. And I'm one of the people who has not had to send an invoice before. Usually all of my endeavors have come with some sort of program that did that for me. Um, or when I was a teacher, it was just automatic. I didn't have to send anything. It was just my time. Uh, so when it got to the sending invoices part, I was told, go ahead and do it in Excel. And I did. So I would create a new invoice every month for you didn't every... create a new <laughs> Wait, invoice. wait, wait. I created a new spreadsheet for every client. You created a
1: whole new Excel workbook. A whole new file for
0: everybody. For every client, every time, for every month. Every month. month. And this went on for six months? Seven months? For about six or seven months. And um, I finally came to my husband and I just said, okay, look, I'm struggling. This is not a part that I really enjoy. Can you help me? And he was like, sure. What is it that you have? And so I pulled it up and he just looked at me like I had 18 heads and 60 arms and really just shook his head and goes, what in the world were you thinking? And I said, well, I made a new one every time. And he goes, you know, you can just put tabs along the bottom for each client. And I just looked at him completely stupid because I'm sure I knew that. I mean, I just didn't think of it that way. I thought it had to each be a new one. So needless to say, there are several um, excess files on my computer from my first attempt at this accounting process (laughs)
1: yeah and that was all because she wouldn't spend like ten dollars a month to use one of the online online accounting tools which if you're gonna do it yourself just you 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 need business expenses or you have business expenses they help you you can write them off at the end of the year and your taxes just just spend 10 to $20 a month on QuickBooks or FreshBooks, whichever one you prefer. I personally prefer QuickBooks uh, because I've used QuickBooks before, so that's the one I use. You know, QuickBooks doesn't give us anything for me to say that, It's it's just what we use, it's easy.
0: It is, and it's really nice that you can just kind of quickly create. We can say we need an invoice for such and such and you can create that and have it off in a matter of minutes.
1: You can put all your customers together. You can run any report. I mean, the dashboard on QuickBooks is nice because, like, it'll tell us we have, you know, X amount of money out to be paid, and uh, Y amount is overdue, and Z amount is due next month.
0: Um, can you just tell the listeners a little bit about why? Proper invoicing is so important because clearly I was doing what I needed to do, kind of, and I was getting paid. But why is it so important to invoice correctly with numbers and, and, in you know, invoice records and things like that?
1: Because you want to get paid or it's no point in doing what you're doing.
0: Right. But if I don't, if I just were to send an email, why can't I just send an email that says, hey, pay me?
1: I mean you could do it that way you want as much documentation as possible so if your client decides to run out on you and not pay you you can you know, show, if you get into a legal battle, you can show all of your invoices to this client and they, they paid and we had this contract and these are our invoices. Or I guess if you get audited by the feds at the end of the year, you know, you want your invoices. It's just good business practice. You just want people to be able to pay. Like you want to get paid, and you want to know what you're doing, and you want to you want to seem legit instead of just saying, "Hey, uh, you owe me five hundred dollars," and you know, here's my PayPal email address.
0: It's a paper trail, right?
1: Yeah, paper trails are always good.
0: I like doing things by email, but I'd kind of rather do things right.
1: <laughs> you do it. You do everything by email, just with an actual invoice.
0: What when I am invoicing and when I'm getting started, what's important to have? in order to get started to invoice my customers correctly what information do i need
1: we need their name their phone number would be ideal an address would be great but the more information you have about the people the better
0: so the proper documentation would be name phone number address email am i i say name i mean customer name and company name correct okay Mm so names company and customer phone number email address
1: yeah, that would be probably the minimum amount.
0: And what do I have to put on my invoice as far as what I'm providing? Do I can I say just social media, or could I do I have to actually break it down into what it is that I offer each month?
1: You can be as broad as you want. Um, I suggest you be as specific as you can be. That way, the customer knows exactly what they are being invoiced for especially if you're if you're invoicing for services that are going to be performed throughout the month but you're invoicing at the first of the month you you would want like I personally would want to know what you're invoicing me for what i'm expecting to get out of you so i usually put like for us it's usually like social media management is what we're providing and then which platforms and exactly what you're doing for that client and summarize that for them
0: perfect so most times the more information the better so again you have that paper trail
1: yeah it's just paper trail for us and then it's it's main it's mainly for the customer for them to know exactly what they're we're being char- charged charging for
0: business expenses you mentioned earlier. And what constitutes a business expense, and how do I track them?
1: Business expense is anything that you have to pay for to run your business. So like if you were if you're accepting credit card payments, whatever fees you're charged for, Running your credit cards, that is a business expense. Um, If you have like a cell phone bill that's specifically for the business, that's a business expense. If you have to pay, like if you have to hire a contractor and you have to pay somebody, I'm pretty sure that would be considered a business expense. Um,
0: So it's anything that I have to put money out for in order to keep the business running?
1: Basically, yeah. When
0: it comes to tax time, am I able to write off things like, a portion of let's say my mortgage or the internet or something like that if I work out of my home
1: most likely yes you would be able to in our case we are but it all depends on how your business is set up and where you live and the laws and regulations for all that you know, federally yes if you're running a business out of your house you'll be able to write off portions of that you have to have a specific place in your home that is used for business and be able to show that that is all that you're doing in that room.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And for state specific information, do I go to the state website or is there a specific place that I can go to find information about business expenses based upon state?
1: Well, each state has their own laws, but then each jurisdiction within the state, like the county that we live in. Actually, we live in a town inside of a county, and the town here is incorporated. So the town has its own set of taxes, then the county has its own set of taxes, and then the state has its own set. Everybody's getting their piece of what you're doing. So it's just all depends. like if you're talking about when you go to do your taxes at the end of the year then you know whatever your accountant your accountant would know Um, if you're gonna do your taxes yourself TurboTax or whatever one you use that would tell you they all have a state function which would be programmed for your state that makes it easier but if you're just looking for like a an answer to a random question then Yeah, start with your state but then drill down into your county and your town
0: and if i have questions further than that it might behoove me to request the expertise of of a professional
1: yeah anytime you have any questions that you don't really know of spend the money on an accountant because it'll be cheaper in the long run
0: and what piece of advice do you have for new small business owners who are attempting to do things the right way as far as their finances
1: I would say start with an accountant or somebody that has a really good understanding of the financial laws in your area. I mean, even if you even if you're going to use something like um, QuickBooks, QuickBooks has an, uh, a connect with my accountant function and you can enter your accountant's email. It'll allow your accountant to get in there and set it up for you.
0: Oh, so I could, if I retain an accountant of some sort and I allow them to utilize my QuickBooks, I could actually have them set it up correctly and then go on from there. In theory.
1: Yeah, pretty much. You would just send everything out of your QuickBooks to your accountant at the end of the year to do your taxes, anyways, so they can get it set up for you.
0: Fantastic. So it's not as scary as many people think. No. I don't have to be a finance guru to be successful.
1: No, you can do it yourself.
0: But it's always good to have backup.
1: It is always good to have backup. Or somebody who's experienced. Yeah, eventually if you get, like, even in our situation, we're very close to the point to where, like, I can keep running the day-to-day operation, but when it comes to tax time, we're probably going to use an accountant.
0: I would like to thank you for being my accountant and taking care of the responsibilities for mock-up media. I love you dearly. Thank you. You're welcome. And I also want to thank you for being the very first post-social guest. And uh, hopefully we will have you back on to share more of your expertise at a later date. Thank you for joining us today. I hope that this was something that you found value in and it could help you in your quest to better business. And until next time, stay social. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Post Social. It means the world to me that you have taken your time to listen and engage and learn something from what I have shared today. If you have other questions, please follow me on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook at mockupmedia, M-O-K-U-P-M-E-D-I-A. If you have questions, it is always me all the time. I am the one who is answering you. So please tweet, send, email me your questions. I am happy to help. If you'd like to know more about what it is that I do, please visit www.mockupmedia.com. That's www.mokupmedia.com and I will catch you next time.